Now the ayah I was going to tell you about. Those of you who have faith, there's no doubt about it. From among your spouses and your children, there are enemies for you. What? Did I just say that? From among your spouses and your children, there are enemies for you. Is the next ayah. Believers, listen up. This is in Medina. The Prophet ﷺ is in Medina. There are people that are sitting in the audience that have fought the enemy in Makkah. And they fought them in the battle of Badr. They fought them in the battle of Uhud. And now an ayah comes, they're sitting and the Prophet ﷺ is reciting this ayah to them. And among your spouses and your children, there are enemies. They're the enemy? Are the enemies on the battlefield? They're the ones who are putting idols at the Kaaba. They're the ones who do shirk with Allah. They're the ones who tried to kill Allah's messenger. How can my wife and my children be my enemy? He didn't say all of them. He said among them are those that are enemies for you. So he didn't say all of you have families in which there is animosity. But some of you are harboring enemies. And azwaj actually can be used for husbands and wives. So it's a bad translation to say, Oh believers, your wives and children are enemies. Or some of your wives and children are enemies. No, some of your husbands are enemies too. And your children are enemies too. So how are they enemies? When... You cross Allah's lines because you hate someone out of animosity. That's not acceptable. But when you disobey Allah and disobey the Messenger or trust those that you love more than you trust Allah and you trust the Messenger, when you want to make your spouse and your children happy while you are okay with making Allah what? Unhappy. When you put them in a place that only belongs to Allah, when absolute obedience starts going to the spouse and the child, even at the expense of obedience to Allah, then even though you love them and they love you, and you hug them and they hug you, and you eat with them and they eat with you, even though you live your lives together, you're living under the same roof. You protect them, they protect you, they become enemies. Physically, no. Nobody's trying to kill nobody. This is not an ayah about when you go home, make sure there's no dagger under the pillow. It's not that. That's not what this ayah is about. This ayah is about spiritual animosity. What's the treasure that Allah gave in this ayah? Faith, in these ayat. Faith, reliance on Allah. When you create an environment in the family for obedience to Allah, reliance on Allah, dealing with a crisis and turning back to Allah, those things are being pulled away. They're being pulled away by spouse or child. Then they are becoming a kind of enemy. Well, if they're an enemy, then we should fight them. Because the rest of the ayah should be... Well, if they are your enemy, now that you know that they're your enemy, sharpen your swords. Or get away from them at least. Because they're the enemy. What does Allah say? Then be careful of them. Watch out for them. And if you do, in fact, lovingly forgive, overlook, تَصْفَحُوا Tasfahu safaha means to turn the page, meaning they messed up or they said something outrageous that takes you away from your faith. And they said those kinds of things, but you're able to turn the page. Now, this is already really getting really hard. So there's a family that even Allah declares can be like an enemy or be an enemy. And then Allah says to you and me, if you can pardon and if you can turn the page and then what and you can cover up for them. So there's three words for forgiveness being used in one ayah. There's no ayah like the, in the Quran like that, where multiple words for one act, which is forgiveness. 
is being used over and over again. Because when Allah says, lovingly pardon, ta'fu, it's a word for forgiveness at the end. Tasfahu, turn the page, let it go, bury the hatchet, whatever phrases people use, you know, put, put dirt on it. There are different expressions for it, just let it go, move on, right? Which is again forgiveness, isn't it? And then he says, وَتَغْفِرُوا That's maghfira is the common word for forgiveness, actually literally means to cover. To cover it up. Turn the page, cover it up, as if there was no, nothing turned either. Now the whole thing, the imagery of turning the page means you can't see what's on the previous page. Which means the kind of forgiveness where you don't bring it up. Remember in 1997 when I forgave you? You already turned the page. But the ayah has this remarkable contrast. It started with some people in your family, your spouses and your children and your enemies. Watch out for them. Okay, I'm on guard. And then he says, and if you can lovingly pardon and turn the page and forgive, cover up for them, cover for them too. Then certainly Allah is extremely forgiving, always loving and caring. How do we understand this? How do we make sense of this ayah? Because it's giving us two very different pictures. And they're going in two very different directions. Being careful of an enemy is not lovingly forgiving an enemy. Those are two different things. You don't know if they're carrying a sword behind their hand and you come and give them a hug and that's the last thing you ever do. So how do you reconcile? Our families can be the most massive trial. They can be the most difficult trial. It can come from any direction. And it can be a trial from the people you love the most. They don't even have to be abusive to you for them to be a trial for you. Even if they are abusive. You know the difference between someone who lost their cool or who made a mistake once or at a certain event or at a certain moment. But that's not their nature. You know who they really are. And what anger does is anger wants us to look at someone and remember their worst moment and that's all you remember about them like your picture of them is you, how you think of that person that spouse of yours or that child of yours is the worst thing they ever did that's the picture in your head by the way there's another delusional side too when people are so in love they, they overlook all the horrible and they only see the good the one good thing that happened in 1983 they remember and that's the picture in their head, and they, this, this person can get away with murder after that, and that's all they see. Right? Allah is first telling us, when someone is bad to you, recognize it. When someone's not okay, not, not doing right by you, then you should know. You should be careful. So the eye open, not delusional, the eyes open reality, is this person really abusive? Was that a one-time thing? Is this a serial habit? Is that just in their nature to be this way? Is that just something they keep on doing over and over again for years and years and years? If that's the case, be careful. But when that person changes, because change is possible. Every human being can change. And you're smart enough to know that it's not an artificial change. Because artificial change means, I'm so sorry, I'm never going to do it again, I feel really bad. And you're like, okay, okay, yes, yes. Allah says to forgive, so I forgive you. And then two weeks later, they're exactly in the same place again. No sorry at all, right? And they're, they're even worse offenders than before. Then you know that there's a serial habit of telling you what you need to hear to get you to put your guard down. But if you're careful, which the word fahdaruhum is pivotal here, then you know where people stand. Then you have a pretty good gauge. And when you genuinely do see someone make a change, when you genuinely do see someone is remorseful and they've changed their ways, 
then it's okay to let go of that image of them as a vengeful person or an evil person or someone who did a lot of evil or bad. And it's okay if they're asking for forgiveness that you can pardon them, that you can turn the page. This is not about people who curse you and then you say, well, Allah says forgive, so I'm going to forgive. I didn't ask for your forgiveness yet, but I'm obeying Allah. No, you don't forgive someone who doesn't want forgiveness. You don't turn the page for someone who's burning the book. That's not what this is. This cannot be put to misuse. Allah is not asking us to be passive and people can walk all over you, whether even their family, and you just forgive. No, no, no. But if they want to make serious reconciliation, they want to make things right. And you still feel that there is room to make things right, even though they've been really bad. So bad that even Allah called them enemy. But you genuinely see that they've made a change. Then if you pardon and forgive and don't bring it up again. Because Allah has put that behind them. Allah says, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Then certainly Allah is forgiving. If Allah can forgive that, and if Allah can forgive serious, sincere tawbah, then maybe I can make room in it too. And then He said, if you forgive, in three different ways, then Allah is forgiving too. What, you know what that means? If you take that choice, that you decide to forgive them, it's a choice you have. And it may be a very hard choice, but if you make that choice sensibly, even though it's extremely difficult to make that choice, then Allah recognizes that you have done something amazing and maybe Allah will reward you with ultimate forgiveness. Maybe that'll be your reward. You won't be punished for not forgiving, but you may be greatly rewarded for forgiving and for making things right.